0: Rapping is an actual difficult thing to do well. Oh yeah, it's v- it's a very easy thing to do poorly. Like anybody can do. Like my name is Peter, and I'm here to say I'm going to. I, I can't even do that. <laughs> uh, pretty good. Yeah. Bars. <laughs> Bars. <dude. laughs> put put. put. <laughs> it's monday and holy goodness ladies are just chopping guys dicks off that finally happened finally we've been waiting for this to happen for a while when we started it's monday and people are pissed we were like you know what we've we've been kind of limping through these mondays waiting for a real humdinger and uh you pointed me in the direction of this uh you were apparently perusing golfdigest.com and found this golf story where a uh Was this in South Korea? South Korea. Not even
1: the crazy Korea.
0: Uh, But it was reported by South Korea's, uh, I'm mispronouncing this, but uh, Jeju Weekly, which is wild that with all that's going on over there, they're like, we're still sniffing around for other stories, too. (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) look what's happening in the golf. Their golf writer was like, guys, I've got a cover. I've got like a fucking front page thing.
1: Yes, uh, a woman cut her husband's penis off. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's a little misleading. She cut the yeah, tip off.
0: Yeah, she's just the tip.
1: Just the tip. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cut fine. the tip off because he spent too much
0: time playing golf. Um, don't hate the move. I don't think I've uh, voiced this. I golf sometimes. Absolutely no idea what the big deal is. I, even if I'm enjoying myself, I remark to myself as I'm golfing, like, wow, I'm shocked that I'm enjoying this because this, I'm, I know I'm not doing a particularly fun thing right now.
1: Uh, golf's fine. It's, it's not the big, uh, the big hubbub that old right. men make it out so to So that's be. the,
0: golf makes me definitely not want to get married because married guys... Like, that's the best thing they got going. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They, like, fucking fantasize, not about other women, but about golfing. Because you know they're like, I don't golf? even want to be near a woman right now. You
1: know what's an old man sport that's better than golf?
0: Um, let's see. The old men's sports are golfing, mm-hmm. uh eventually becoming a republican and uh what's that third old man uh is it gonna be uh cribbage no
1: fuck that uh bowling is a better old man sport
0: yeah but that's done yeah like is bowling dying well like og bowling alleys are done but Plains these fucking like design- R. 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 yeah i know did you grow up going there yeah yeah that was we had
1: one right down the street too but that closed that- a long time ago. Wallex, yeah. yeah
0: i my grandmother used to take me to wallex but uh both shit. her and wallex are died. gone nice both died that's terrible how about why they're both because i love I, wallachs i right <laughs> i loved them both they they both meant so much like when i think back on my childhood i think of things that i love and they've been taken away from me so yeah wallachs didn't my grandmother actually had it worse wallachs they were just like look we're cutting your losses like like an old person lives to the end they gotta fucking like deal with shit you know they gotta have like their like bad bears in order <laughs> no 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 you know like when, when, like, an old person is dying, there's, like, a big thing of, like, oh, was this a good week? Was this a bad week? And then there's, like, they'll have the rough uh, period. Like, I mean, this, this grandmother, she had Alzheimer's. So oh. it was, so she had, like, years of bad shit. So uh, Wallex in the end, got it better than my, my poor grandmother. lover. That sounded mean to my grandmother, but those two, thick as thieves. My grandmother, Wallex, me, generally one of my sisters. But I,
1: I, I really think that, like, bowling is dying.
0: Oh yeah, like well, I don't get uh, it. Again, like real bowling is dying. Like fucking kings and yeah. all these places are. You on gotta the the have like, you gotta rise. have like
1: a a, a
0: alternative angle at, yeah. to
1: go at bowling, like this thing and bowling.
0: Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like. um... Like, popular date spots around cities are, like, little places that will have, like, they got bowling, and also you can get some pizza and stuff, you know? Like, they they have, like, uh, like $60 pizza, and then That's also sick, you man. can bowl, you know? Yeah. That's, like, adult uh, miniature golf and ice cream right there. Yeah, I, I
1: like, bowling is good enough on its own, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm not going to complain if you throw me some pizza while I'm there or mm. throw me a few drinks, but... Bowling should not be dying. There should be bowling alleys like on every corner.
0: I like when people have little birthday get-togethers at uh, those types of places. Yeah, where like there's one in Somerville that's uh, it's bowling and it's flatbread, and the trick is to just pick what you're gonna do. You're either gonna go there and you're gonna eat pizza and drink beer, or you're gonna bowl and drink beer.
1: I don't like to fucking
0: combine the two.
1: I'm going to bowl for sure.
0: I don't like to fucking get pizza fingers and then bowling fingers. and
1: pizza can suck my dick. I'm going to bowl every time.
0: Exactly. Um, Yeah. Fuck, man. Let's go bowling. Um, I'm down. Yeah. So that this woman. So, yeah. Bowling better than golf. Seriously. And bowling, you fucking get in and you get out. You play as many games as you want. Bowling or golfing, you have to play 18 games of golf. uh, Not necessarily. You can play nine. Yeah, but that's but like you, you're committing to not. People think you're a fucking you're bitch if you go. If you like, if you go to a pitch and putt, people think you're a bitch. Oh, pitch and putt is for sure a bitch move. I, do I it all love the time. pitch and putt. Yeah, I there's do it all the time. right here. Yeah. One, right yeah. one right near you. I know. I do it all the time. It's a very but... local episode. <laughs> yes, of, I know.
1: Uh, Sorry but... if you live anywhere or not that's not ten minutes from my house.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I I like pitch and putt. Plus. Uh, that people don't know my biggest neuroses neuro what's this the singular of no one knows uh neurosis, neurosis. Yeah. yeah people don't know my biggest uh, golf neurosis when i go to a pitch and putt what's that fucking it's everybody's teeing off and being like dude there's like a one in ten chance this goes right uh my big ne- at golf- a pitch and putt you are just it's like you're, you're gonna get on the green no matter what you have to suck you had to stink at golf.
1: I'm not that good at golf, so pitch um, and putt is uh, sometimes an adventure. Nice. I'm not good at the short game of golf, so pitch and putt is a uh, bad time for me, usually. Yeah. You know what's weird?
0: Do you think that you're good at mini golf? Like Everyone thinks they're good at mini golf. Yeah. So like, why do we both suck at uh, putting? Because mini golf is like... You're allowed to
1: putt three, two or three times.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Par is like four in yes, mini yeah. golf. Wow. They... They really fucking dumb down mini golf, oh yeah, that's for like they're mm, like th- that's fucking bumper lanes mm. to, yeah. to, to use a uh, little <laughs> analogy they're like, hey, cu- well, you want <laughs> we to come to mini golf r
1: word, but mini golf is for r words it's ridiculous <laughs> uh speaking of the r word uh I watched a movie today with the dumbest eight year old in the history of eight year olds what was it uh the boy with the striped pajamas.
0: Uh, wait, did they call him the R-word because of his pajamas? No. Do you know what this movie's about? No. Uh, no. It's uh, No, he wasn't actually... Artwork. Oh, I thought that. Okay, Never I, I didn't know what you were getting at. I thought that like, he, like stri- showed up to school in pajamas and the they're like the stri-
1: pajamas is about a story about a Nazi's son. Well, I knew that was coming when I made a joke. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Nazi's son who uh, befriends a little boy inside a concentration camp, and they befriend they become friends through the f- chain link fence, the oh, barbed wire fence. Yowzers! Uh, and here's a. Uh, the boy doesn't. The eight year old boy really no idea what's going on. He thought th- he calls the the place a farm, and uh-huh. he thinks that it's like a really good time, and that they're like they're all they do is just play all day in there. Well, because like
0: Nazi dad isn't going to be like, oh, that's where we store those guys. Yeah, until but he's fucking eight, em. and he can read. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you're saying like that kid should have been able to tell that something kid, was up? Like uh, the
1: half the movie, at least half the movie, is this kid. Failing to figure out that that is a concentration camp where they're burning people alive.
0: Why did you watch that movie?
1: Uh, it's uh, it seemed like it was an interesting story. I wanted to see how where it went. Uh, spoiler alert: the movie ends with the uh, the Nazi son mm-hmm. digging a hole under the fence. Oh, to get in to get it. Wow, how did you guess to get in?
0: That's what I. Because he doesn't know that it's a concentration camp.
1: Uh, he he kind of does at the end.
0: When once he, he does gets this, in?
1: what? No. Once he does this, he like he kind of realizes that there's some shady shit going on in there. Uh, but the kid lost his dad. Like he, his dad, like is presumed dead. But like the kid just thinks that he's gone. Huh. Uh, so he he breaks into the concentration camp to go find to help the kid find his dad. Uh, spoiler alert: they both die in a gas chamber.
0: Oh yeah. Horrible. Is yes. this based on? I like, like. I would imagine the general I overview don't that is it's... based on well, true yes. events. The World War
1: Two did happen. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, very controversial. We're not deniers. Jeez, we keep saying fucked up things. That... <laughs> <laughs> um, World War Two. Yes, uh, that's a thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Hitler, pretty bad guy. Going to just go on a, a ledge there and say.
0: We're timing hot take. that we're doing uh, some World War Two talk. Why is that? because World War Three is... Oh, that's, that's a good point. ...right about to begin. But yeah, that, that movie was really fucked up,
1: and just the idea of uh, an eight-year-old child breaking into a concentration camp when literally he dug that hole under the fence... The kid on the other side. I must say, The kid right, on the other side could have climbed out and left and had a much happier life. From
0: the information you gave me, that seemed exactly like what was going to happen. Yeah, I think that, that because That's you right. were watching you, the movie, because you, as an adult man, know what a concentration camp is. I think that when you see the hole being dug, you're assuming like, here's what I would do in that situation. Yeah, you told me you were watching a movie about a kid that didn't know what a concentration camp was. Saw what he thought to be fun going on over there you're going if a kid's gonna if a kid digs a hole and he thinks fun's going on over there he's not bringing people out of it
1: yeah but i mean the kid on the kid on the other side should have been like should've hey been like, this sucks does the kid <laughs> like, ever say to him like yeah just he's, heads up. he's like this is the worst place yeah and the kid like just doesn't get it so that's that's my spiel on that movie i so was very frustrated he, with the eight-year-old boy is that why the r-word came
0: to mind yes because with, this with, kid was an idiot uh, well, most kids are idiots. Um, so uh, that's our conversation about someone cutting off someone's uh, dick. Uh, apparently, also uh, here's a headline: male stripper stabs cannibal boyfriend in eyes with pencil! Exclamation point! I'm not even going to continue to read the story because if there's if, way too much going on. If there's there. an exclamation point in the headline, that's probably hashtag. Fickies. Not necessarily real news. Also, why does it matter that this guy's a stripper? What a fucking judgmental yeah. headline! Uh, it matters that the boyfriend's a cannibal.
1: Yeah, that's probably a bad thing.
0: Yeah, but like, would it be like male doctor stabs cannibal boyfriend? <laughs> oh, and oh, it says cannibal boyfriend. So it's so what it's trying to tell you is like male stripper ugh stabs cannibal boyfriend gay in eyes with pencil exclamation point. This is a very judgment. You know what? This publication, inkedmagazine.com, we are done with you. You are now banned for life from it's money. People are pissed. We talk about uh we talk about highbrow things, such as golf. Because we're gentlemen of Harvard. Um, we went to Matchbox 20 this weekend, and this was- we're recording this on Monday night. We went on Saturday. I'll tell you, Pete, I'm still fucking buzzing on Matchbox you? Twenty. You know when you see a concert yeah. and like the next day you're like just fucking listening to them all day mm-hmm. and you're talking to people about them. You're fucking firing off
1: emails. You're just doing it all. <laughs> I did a forty minute car ride today on uh on Monday and I listened to Matchbox Twenty the so entire way up. <laughs>
0: I went up to Maine and back and it was uh exclusively Matchbox Twenty on the way up. Then just Chicago on the way back because I love Chicago. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh Matchbox twenty is just like uh, I like them. I'm a fan. They blew me out of the water. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. blew me out of the water in
0: <laughs> 2017. And I w- like. I, we both grew up on Matchbox yeah. 20. Like, I remember the first time hearing Push and being like, they're okay, whatever. I'm going to try to act like I like other stuff better. Um, and over time, like Matchbox 20... Would never be considered one of our favorite bands, no, right? Like no, you were yeah. never like you never considered yourself like we a Matchbox didn't, Twenty fan. They just happened,
1: right? And we didn't we didn't even like actively seek out going to this concert, right? We kind of just fell into tickets because you had one of those Ticketmaster vouchers, <laughs> right? And you're it's like, why not? Yeah.
0: yeah. um And I mean, I've talked about I mean, speaking of Chicago, I've talked to like older writers because when I when I was in the Bruins beat, pretty much everybody else was like a decent amount older than me. So I was like the the young boy amongst all these adults. And because I listen to music, a lot of music they grew up on, I would pick their brain about like, man, like what was it like to see Chicago in their prime? And Chicago is a good example of a band where they'd all be like, dude, Chicago just happened. Like, while I was growing up, I like nobody would, nobody fucking liked Chicago, but they were the band that's music was always like they were just the band that was on the radio. And that's what Matchbox 20 was was for us. Like, I I couldn't tell you. I don't know, I don't know anybody that's like, I fucking love Matchbox 20. Like, never when I was in high school was it like, hey, are you coming to the Matchbox 20 concert? You'd be like, dude, get a fucking life. (laughs) But now, I, my thing is, like, obviously I like pop music a lot. Yeah. And I realized during that concert um what I love like what my favorite thing about music is. I was talking to my sister about this and she was saying like there's nothing like just an absolute banger. And I was like, "No, that's not what I liked about Matchbox 20. Matchbox 20 has hits. They they I have
1: fucking hits. Fucking dude.
0: <laughs> love hits." Yeah. And we were just standing there and they were playing hit after like so. All- that's so that's the
1: biggest thing that I can say about mat- going to a Matchbox Twenty. You're show gonna hear hits. in, in <laughs> 2017. You're not gonna hear like you're not gonna hear. More than, like, a couple songs that you haven't heard of right. and that you actively like. You're
0: yeah. not going to hear a deep cut. You're not going right. to hear, like, an underrated song. You're not going to hear a song that you're like, this should have gotten Match more Box shine. 20 they isn't, were all Matchbox
1: 20 isn't pretending that they're anything uh, more than Matchbox 20. Right. They're, they're like, you a, we know why you're here. Yeah.
0: And here's the you fucking You want nostalgia. Yes. And we've got a fucking... Gr- like, they're touring on a Greatest Hits album that I don't believe is out. They do I mean, really, yourself or someone like you could that's be a greatest, greatest hits. hits. Yeah. So that's <laughs> like they're the stranger. <laughs> yeah. But um, fuck, they they opened with the song that I think we were both really vibing on heading into it. Real world, yep. ever heard of it? What a that is a song. wild
1: move to open up with because I think arguably that's their best song. Like I think yeah, most it's my people, that's my favorite. That's in my top two. Most people will say three a.m. It's yeah, like, that, what's well, their biggest? That's rec- recognized as like their biggest song. Yeah, I think Real World is probably their best song.
0: Yeah, we were talking about it after because um, they closed with Bright Lights, and you were saying like you, you, did, you don't necessarily I know how, how to classify Bright Lights among their hits yeah. because they do have a fucking big two. It's 3AM and Push, which were, I think, in reverse order, the first two uh, songs they had on the radio. They had Push and then they had 3AM. And Push was like really fucking big. And 3 a.m. was just like literally for one calendar year, you could not hear anything but 3 a.m. By, by Matchbox 20. Um, but so Real World was the first song on that album. So I think that's why they opened with it because okay. like that's like their most recognizable album. That's the first track on the album. So they just come out and they just kick your, they just fucking punch you in the mouth with Real World. I we, didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, but we were sa- like, so they closed with Bright Lights and as the, the set was getting late they did their encore and they first of all they started their encore with simple minds don't you forget about me yeah that it might be a top one song to begin an encore with because when those two fucking when there are those two hits to begin the song even if you're not expecting the song which obviously none of us were because right. we didn't know what they're about to play and apparently they've st-
1: been doing that all to all tour. yeah oh yeah
0: i, I checked the set list yeah. after yeah <laughs> um if you when you hear the like Buh, yeah. your body automatically <laughs> goes, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and just l- literally everybody fucking screamed it. And so that was really cool. Um and then they did uh then they did 3 AM mm-hmm. and they did something else. I forget what they did. But like I turned to you, I was like, I think they're not gonna play <laughs> bright lights. And they fucking played bright lights. It was so awesome. Ugh oh,
1: man and so they they played with Counting Crows, and I think we can. I think we both came to the conclusion like that Counting he's Crows. Fat were, now. Yeah, oh. So uh, this is my big takeaway of Counting Crows. Adam Duritz now uh, is body fat, skinny arms. Yeah. Which is that's... the worst kind of fat because it's right. a reminder. Well, don't I know it? It's a yeah. <laughs> It's a reminder that hey, you
0: used to be skinny, and now parts of you still are, but the rest isn't. <laughs> that's a horrible fat, and I've I've had most it's like kinds Dilbert of fat. fat. I've had most kinds of fat where like you catch yourself in the mirror. And it's just you you notice it most when you're in a t-shirt because your chest is just kind of pushing out of the t shirt. Yeah. And you're like, you look at your arms and you're like, I still got a little bit of a loose sleeve going on yeah. thing. I, I'm I've never been one to be uh itching at my sleeve area. Um but you know like it just looks like your your body just comes out more than it's supposed to come out. Yes. And it's just from from like your from like the bottom of your neck <laughs> to the bottom of your belly, it's just like out there. It fucking sucks. So when they came out, that was a very noticeable thing about Adam Duritz. And the only thing I really cared about with Counting Crows because I'm not a huge Counting Crows fan. I think they're I think they're good. I like them. Mm. Uh,
1: I was disappointed. I'd,
0: I'd seen them when I was a kid, so I kn- and they didn't wow me. Yeah. Um. But uh, I just want to see if he still had pipes, and he does. does. But his uh, he was he was cutting some corners because his breathing. Isn't uh, quite what it uh, what it could be. So he also did the very so a new embarrassing segment thing. called
1: "Not fat Meaning shaming. to Fat, fat Shame." Adam Uh He also did the very embarrassing move of uh, taking off his jacket at one point, oh. and then putting it he back said, on. said, you know what, actually?
0: <laughs> this is a little nippy. Idea. <laughs>
1: it's a very, not, very
0: not rock star move. A L- little nippy to... on the, in the, on this Hartford night. Yes.
1: You're supposed to, if you're a rock star, you're supposed to uh, shed clothes yeah. and then just be done with them for the rest of the night throughout the show. You don't put the clothes back on.
0: Uh, awesome move that uh, Rob Thomas did. We were all shedding clothes at the same time because when he came out, he looked so fucking good that we yes. all took our pants off. I I have never been of the opinion that Rob Thomas never is thought a, of it. Is like
1: a sex symbol. Yeah, a very handsome man. When could that he's, have ever struck? He's one? vanilla bread. For all I knew, mm. getting into this show, yeah, that man, vanilla bread. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, we're gonna combining start calling white people that. <laughs> that's combining. That dude's t-
0: fucking vanilla bread. Get out of here! You know, fucking Colin Joe quintessential oh, yeah. vanilla bread.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Rob Thomas, uh, he got a nice little modern day haircut, oh, rather yeah. than that weird old uh, really? shaggy dude that he used to yep. rock. Uh, got a haircut. He's in
0: incredible shape, mm-hmm. and that dude fucks definitely. Uh, <laughs> definitely has a personal trainer. Yeah, that guy. Uh, some people He's you like can Jesus just, bod fit right. So some people you can tell they either work out or they have a trainer. He has a trainer. Yeah, I would love to have a trainer. I would feel wretched for that trainer. Yeah. Yeah, because they'd be like, okay, so do this and then do that. And, and like, deal I feel with like you. they'll be able to tell when you're not fucking following along with yeah. the rules. Yeah, probably. They'd, yeah. Like, I, I'd be, I have this thing where if I'm exercising a lot, another part of me wants to eat a lot. Not because, like, when you're lifting, like, you also get really hungry. Yeah. But just because just I'm because so self destructive. You just want to
1: counteract it. That,
0: yeah. Like, I just, I want to ruin what I'm doing. <laughs> so Jesus if Christ. I had, uh, if Oh, that's another one. I'm not afraid when I say like People are going to hear that and be like, yeah, I do that too. At least some people, I hope. Um, but yeah, a fucking trainer would be fucking miserable be like, with Dude, me. Why,
1: why am I even here? He would be, be like, like no, I'm just wasting my time with you. Why are you fucking ruining everything, any progress that we made? He's
0: like, you're just fucking narrating everybody <laughs> else's workouts. These jokes aren't even that funny. <laughs> and you keep coming back fatter <laughs> than the last workout.
1: Uh, Yeah. So I was a little disappointed with uh, Counting Crows. I felt so they were for sure like all of their songs sounded very differently than the the studio versions, which which is fine. Like I I don't expect I don't go into a show expecting to hear like the exact fucking studio replication on stage. But like I said this during the show. Don't be different for the sake of being different. Like don't be an asshole and make it impossible for anybody to sing
0: along. For some reason I had this conversation twice uh this weekend. I had it with you and then I had it with my friend the night before because uh we were walking by the Lady Gaga concert and she was she was sprucing up um what song? I think uh oh she was sprucing up Edge of Glory. Okay. And they made the same point about like it's difficult for people to sing along and have the time they were planning on having when they do that. My th- I understand where people are coming from there, but I like hearing as many different versions of a song as I, I can. I like
1: hearing it differently, too. But
0: if you're going to do it... So like what Counting Crows was doing is they were playing the song like it was on the album and then kind of fucking around from there. It wasn't like they came up with a new arrangement yeah, or like right. totally like jumbled it up. It was just like... It was more of a tease. It was like we're gonna make you think you can sing along, yeah. and then we're just gonna give you a little. Yeah. Meh. It was like,
1: and and half the time, I felt like Adam Duris was kind of just like he was. He could sing still, but he just like wasn't putting. He was mailing shit so in. So over it. Yeah. He
0: so he was. Uh, he was uh, Rod Stewart in South Park. I don't know if I've seen that. They bring out Rod Stewart, and he's just really, really, really old. So like they wheel him out, and he's just like. And then like I've when it, the rain. Yeah, and then like when the song ends, he's like mm, pooped him. Because <laughs> he always poops his pants because he's so old. <laughs> South Park used to be some wild shit. That was like I remember I was like a kid when that would come out and it would like the next day it was like, Holy shit, you they yeah, had to
1: talk about South Park at school. They went in yes. on Rod
0: Stewart. What do you think Rod Stewart's gonna do about this? <laughs> <laughs> probably nothing right just Rob Stewart He's probably gonna just
1: like still be Rod Stewart and hang out and I feel like Rod Stewart never leaves the house
0: I go back and forth on Rod Stewart when I was a kid I think I tweeted this recently when I was a kid my parents uh, bought the Unplugged and Seated album which was an album that Rod Stewart put out, I think, in the early 90s, where he was playing all his hits, uh, acoustic. He had a band, but it was all just very nice, like, light arrangements. And uh, that was a very popular album. And he sings, he covers uh, Having a Party. And my parents bought that CD because they wanted to play it for me because the chorus is, So, Mr. Mr. DJ, keep those records playing. So they would play that, and they would, like, they'd, like I... I remember it they'd be like yeah mr dj and they would try to get me into it but i knew how to use the cd player so i was like "Uh, i'm just gonna fucking feel around and see what else (laughs) is on this album so i didn't really care much for that song and i just like like six or seven years old just was like fucking into Rod Stewart and my parents were like, Well, this isn't what we wanted to do <laughs> to a, a child. We fucked up. Now we've got the fucking biggest loser <laughs> in the world. <laughs> we
1: have the world's lamest <laughs> right. seventh
0: Right. Like he's like base, he's gonna base like what his ears want to hear <laughs> off of does it sound like very elderly Rod Stewart <laughs> <laughs> playing fucking acoustic guitars. Um, That's awesome. so yeah I actually I, I like a lot of Rod Stewart. My mom's a big Rod Stewart. Guy. really yeah <laughs> she's a big rod stewart bro
1: yep <laughs> she's uh she's a rod stewart roadie yeah uh uh speaking of new music because rod stewart yes. is uh, is definitely new music uh taylor swift put yes. out yes uh this quick weekend.
0: before we get to that uh the uh matchbox 20 Oh, before we
1: get to that harford is the biggest piece of shit <laughs> in the face of the earth oh yeah confirmed
0: <laughs> uh that place sucks cop Actually. on every block yep like literally yeah on every block um the uh we we did hear some new music though in Hartford when we were in an Uber. Uh, oh man. We got into an Uber and uh, the guy had a CD in and the song that was playing was four or five seconds, but it was not Rihanna's voice, so I was like, I wonder what this guy's up to <laughs> and so the song finished out and it was it was weird. It just it, it sounded like it was professionally done, like whoever recorded it knew what they yeah. were doing. But it was just like it just sounded like someone made a, a very like a shot-for-shot shot remake cover of four or five seconds. So I was like, okay, that's weird. And the next song was uh, "Thinking Out Loud," yeah, and it was the actual version, and it was, it was just, pitched way up, yeah, pitched up. And we're yeah. like, so what's what's, what's going, going on here?
1: here? It's and like that, you know what it, you know what it was. It sounded like uh, it sounded like somebody got a. Uh, a software where they can kind of play around and like be a dj yeah and this guy was just like really bad at it he yeah Was like oh i know i'll take the regular song and i'll just pitch up the vocals
0: yes yeah remix so, yeah right so no so that happened and it was just the song all the way through and we were like well, what the heck's going on here and then the next song was was it uh sam smith i'm not yeah, the only one yeah. and we were like yo haven't heard this song in a minute very good song and then out of nowhere, you hear, murr, murr. <laughs> and it's the fucking highway sounds. And like, I was like looking out the window of the car <laughs> being like, was, did the
1: truck just fucking
0: blow by us? Right. The guy just had like very fucking run of the mill drops that he was just <laughs> yeah, tossing into these things. And the guy had a DJ name. Oh, he did? Yeah, I forget what it was, but it was, like, DJ whatever. And then it was, like, every generic sound you could think of. So it would be, like, DJ, like, Pete Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
1: I'm saying. It sounds like he got, like, a software and, like, the free sounds that it yeah. comes
0: with. He was just put
1: those in at had, random points.
0: Yeah, and it sucked because, like, we kept looking at each other, but we couldn't both <laughs> look at each anything. other at the same time because if we did, we'd laugh. And this is this guy's CD. He's yeah. playing it for some reason. Seemingly, so we could say, "Hey, I like this music. Like, could I have the CD?" I don't know if that's the move. That's a weird move because he was
1: literally just playing top forty songs that you would normally hear on the radio, but like you scaring you into thinking that you're going to get into an accident with like a semi.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we uh, so we ducked over to West Hartford. We found uh, basically West Hartford again, keeping this episode local they had like an assembly row type situation which assembly row is in Somerville Massachusetts and it's a it's just an area where there's like a bunch of retail shit kind of packed in and you can walk and it's just it's basically like it's like a wayward pines like no real shit retail stores yeah it's like, it's like no real shit allowed you yes. know like this is a, a little um it's like camp so, it's, yeah, so we, we we just fucking my friend uh, who's from West Hartford had given me a bunch of places. So we just like put that one in and guess because it, it had beer in the name. Mm-hmm. And we just went in there, uh, sat down. I kicked it off with. All right, sir, let's talk about some sports. And then we just talked about sports the whole time because we knew that was going to happen. Yeah, that's what happens every time we watched. Yeah, we watched college football, talked about sports. And uh, that was great. Food. That was great. Except then when we got back to the tailgate. We realized we didn't do any sort of tailgating stuff. We showed up in a Hyundai Sonata. and With like uh, two six-packs? No, we didn't have any.
1: Well, we ended up getting the six-packs. Wa- yeah, we w-
0: there was, so in this little like safe camp area they had, uh, there was a wine store. So just a couple of guys buying some Sixers, walked over there. And uh, I got to say, the Connecticut tailgate is uh, quite interesting. It is. There were maybe fourteen participants in the entire situation. I I will say though, we were in the VIP lot because we're
1: high. We're that's true. You know what Uh, they
0: say when you get free tickets and you're like, I guess I'll go to this concert for free, but only because it doesn't cost any money. The, your next move is to spend $40 on parking when you can get parking for free. Yes. <laughs> so that was a,
1: and your, your justification was uh, the general lot didn't open until 4 p.m. And it was 3.51. Yeah. And you didn't want to wait nine minutes. Yeah, I
0: was like, no. Just <laughs> fucking get No, the
1: here's $40 that I don't need to give you. Yeah. Uh, so we hung out with the high class people.
0: Yeah. We just swagged out honestly we' were just we we'd made our t-shirts uh you had Sinbad with Rob Thomas as my bitch. I had Robert uh from everybody loves Raymond ever heard of him uh riding Thomas, Thomas the tank engine, and we just kind of hung out and stood there.
1: We sat on the hood got, of your Hyundai Sonata. We got some pictures and taken. We drank some beers. Yeah, we got our pictures taken by a uh, lovely couple next to us that was awful at taking Very pictures. Very bad at taking pictures. <laughs> so then we asked the uh, one of the parking lot attendants uh, yes. if he could take our picture. And that man Jackpot. I want to fucking hire that man to take my picture everywhere I go because he worked those fucking angles like you wouldn't
0: believe. Yeah, like so we posted one picture. That's just one of six like really good ones that guy delivered and we'd asked him can you take our picture and he said something to the effect of uh, like, oh, I'm yeah. a graphic like I'm a graphic design major I'm yeah. a studio art major like something that basically said I have a fucking I eye for what shit. I'm doing, so yes. I so give me this phone and I'm about to make some dreams come true and he and did. It's it's pretty rare that someone takes your picture and gives it back to a group of two or more people and all parties go. Oh fuck yes! I look so <laughs> yeah. good in this.
1: Yeah, he uh, he crushed it. Yeah, and he, he did like the whole thing where he held it like two feet above his head. Yeah, and then he went low. Yeah, and then he like did like the weird uh, weird rotating the, the camera. Yeah, to get, so like I honestly like I had to I had to think what I was gonna do with those pictures because they were so fucking good.
0: I know, and just naturally. You and I, I wasn't even looking, I don't think we were even looking at what kinds of faces we were making, but, like, you and I, like uh, on some gay shit, we took, like, the perfect picture, because you were smiling, and I was doing that little, like, kind of smirky grin thing that only works if you're with somebody who's smiling. Yes. Because if, Cause if two people are doing it's that, like it's like, you're like you're fucking bozos, yeah. like, oh, real tough at a Rob, Rob Cause, Thomas cause concert. Because you know what it is,
1: it, it, when you do that, it's a... Uh, I think it triggers people because they're like, "Well, those people were definitely just like, let's not smile here."
0: Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I, st- do you know how to take a picture? If someone's like, "All right, three, two, one, go," do you generally know what to do? I just smile usually. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I, uh, I, I'm a big over-smiler. Oh yeah. Because the worst thing you can do in a picture is be caught in that fucking no man's land. Yeah. Because that's the face. That's not so bad that your friends would feel bad posting it <laughs> right, if they look good. Yeah. And I've been busted a lot of times over the years where like one of my friends will look good and they'll be like, OK, this one's we're posting this. And I'll be like, I look like shit. And they'll be like, it's too bad, man. Y- you know, yeah. you look fine. You look right. fine. And everybody else looks fucking dynamite. I look like the fucking ugly asshole. Um, so I either over smile or I do that little fucking grin thing. It yeah. It worked. It was that was a that was a fucking good ass picture. Um, I saw the we saw the Randy commercial.
1: Yes, we did at the bar. Yeah, we saw Randy. uh, Randy has a new Holiday Inn commercial. If you haven't seen it, yes, uh, it's on TV all the fucking time. And he is animated as fucking. Oh yeah, he is happy about his breakfast. Our boy (laughs) is eating. He is (laughs) acting the fuck out of getting some breakfast at the Holiday Inn.
0: Yes, (laughs) (laughs) which uh, I'm trying to think. If I've ever been that excited for a Holiday Inn breakfast, probably not. Because if you're in a hotel, um, even if you're given the option of the free uh, breakfast... Usually don't take it. Usually go off campus. Yeah, you want to find something... I will say,
1: uh, in Saratoga, New York, uh, I just dominated a... uh, I forget what... It was like a cheap kind of every day brand hotel. Mm-hmm. They had a bomb ass breakfast every morning and I crushed it.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm a great. I've uh I've lost a lot of money over the years in uh hotel restaurants. Oh yeah. Getting breakfast in the morning? What? Like so morning skates you can just show up and they'll have like coffee and a fucking and bagels and shit yeah. like that. But I would always uh I would always just fucking go in, get get uh oh i'd go saying like oh i'm gonna go to the restaurant hotel and just sit and uh drink some coffee maybe check check the news you know get my day started the right way but then they're like hey do you want an omelet I'm like yeah, yeah. And like yeah, 61 later you're like <laughs> well whatever that was it's i'm on vacation you're not you're fucking working yeah. um taylor has dropped a new song ready for it and i gotta say I was thrown for a loop. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because when fucking Look What You Made Me Do came out, as you know, I felt that a lot of people were overreacting. A lot of people were freaking out where they didn't need to. I thought she's just following a plan that she's done before. This is all going to be fine. I didn't think that her follow-up single would be a straight rap song. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. She's really committed to being, uh, to that whole, like, bad girl thing. Right.
0: Yeah. She is, like, legitimately saying, I'm not doing the shit that I've done before.
1: Which, I wish I got more of the 1989 Taylor. I want a couple of albums out of that.
0: Because You're ga- I, th- I still think. So th- the fact that Max Martin did this song says that Max Martin's still in the picture. The fact that Max Martin made a bad song like this, or n- a not good song.
1: I think the song uh, is, is, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if this I one has say been much good.
0: better received. Yeah, right? I like Pe- it. People really like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't hate it. I've listened to it. Th- like, look what you made me do. I'm gonna, like forget, it about, I'm I'm gonna forget about. I'm forget about it soon. But yeah. I like
1: it right now. Um, I, I mean,
0: at least she sings the uh, the hook. Yeah,
1: but uh, I mean, people have been complaining about the rapping. I don't. I don't think it's that. That would be
0: like the 71st best hook on 1989. Oh, for sure. On or on red or on anything. Yeah. Uh, And, I mean, obviously, people have been
1: talking about the fact that she's basically rapping uh, in the song. But what's bothered me more than that, and I tweeted this out, is that that whole, like, let the games begin part portion. Yeah. It seems so forced and so, like, I really feel like she did that. Do you know what it is? Just so that it could be in commercials and, like, for, like, sporting events and stuff. Like, that is going to be all over the place for, like, every ESPN Well, game she's doing ad. that. I mean, she's
0: got that fucking deal. She's got to yeah, have a song that says, baby, let the let the games yeah. begin. But that part is just... And it's also my least fair part of I'm the One, but it's the end of I'm the One. Uh, the, uh, the When Bieber the, does the, don't you know, girl, yeah. don't you know, girl, I am the one for yeah. you. Like, it's this, like, fucking... I'm trying to not be a fucking geek here, but like the dot, 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 Like those triplets. It's a lot like the I am the one for, it's like, it's trying to sound like reggae and I fucking hate it. It's so, it sounds so, so forced. Yeah. It's as, and that, that whole fucking song sounds forced. The, uh, the, eh. Did you, have you listened carefully to the beginning? Do you know what she does?
1: Uh, no. She fucking clears her throat. Does she really? Yes. Okay. Right before
0: the first verse, she goes, <clears throat> oh, jeez, right. It's not good. When Neon like Trees it. is like, hey, oh, lady. Yeah. <laughs> good point.
1: Uh, I like that she starts off the song, and I, she uses it a couple of different times, but she uses the, uh, the old Christopher Nolan. Murr! Oh,
0: at the, the, the beginning? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like that. So that starts, and I'm like. Are you trying to be fucking um, Blockbuster Night Part 2? Yeah. Are you trying to be... I So like I, think that she, I think that she did it as kind of an homage to Kendrick. The beginning of Humble is that same thing. It's like, bah, bah, nobody pray for me. Bah, nah, da, yeah. da, da. So maybe that's what she's going for. But... I wrote this on ListenToBrunch.com, I don't or you can think, find it on BetterTheRinger.com. I don't think
1: Taylor Swift should be uh, like trying to channel Kendrick in So her
0: music. Here's
1: what No disrespect. To here's Kendrick, what she's obviously. fucking clearly he missing. his But that's not Taylor's. Well that's because he's fucking good at rapping. Yeah, I know that's what so, i saying. Th- it's
0: not Taylor's space. So rapping is an actual difficult thing to do well. Oh yeah. It's v- it's a very easy thing to do poorly. Like, anybody can do, like, my name is Peter, and I'm here to say, I'm going to... I, I can't even do that. <laughs> uh, Pretty good. Yeah. Bars, Bars. dude. Put, <laughs> put, <laughs> 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 That guy's fucking awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, rapping's actually hard. So if you're going to fucking make a rap song, there are ways that you can do it. If you're, you're working with some fucking masters on the ones and twos, they can whip you up a real urban, like fucking down-ass sounding song, Taylor, but don't actually rap. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like you're, you're not good at that. The best way for Taylor Swift to make a rap song is to, for Taylor Swift not to make a rap song.
0: It's, well, I, again... Or just I, hire a rapper. Well, so that's what she did with Bad Blood. Mm-hmm. Just, you can have the hook, and
1: because what she that, did... That, I mean, like, that's a... Dope combination is if you get like a really good rapper, right? And and then then Taylor Swift on, the on the hook, Hell awesome. Yeah.
0: That's what, yeah, that's what took Bad Blood from being the worst song ever to a kind of okay song. Yeah. Um, but what she did on Ready for It is just literally rap for a verse, then sing in the chorus, then rap and then rap for a verse and sing in the chorus. That is just that is at its core definition. That's just a rap song. It's there's no like uh rap influence it's not uh a a rap pop crossover and people who have like my friend julian who writes for the boston globe he's like the best music critic i know he he fucking zigs when everybody else is zagging he that guy knows what he's talking about with music more than anyone i've ever spoken to and he's adamant that royals is a rap song like even though it doesn't actually contain rapping. Just like every element of that song, yeah. like in its I like it, yeah. at its core is is rap. And yeah. I agree with that. Like I I fucking wish I Yeah it's not a bad take. Yeah. For sure. And um like uh Genghis Khan by Mike Snow. Like there's like a lot of rap elements of that without singing. Uh th- the entire Some Nights album is like rap as fuck, but without actually rapping. I hate the idea that Taylor Swift is like hey, I'm going to do that now. My name is Taylor, and I'm here to say, like, ugh, no, Taylor. But people like it,
1: so... I just, I, I just like, can't... I'm not there yet to accept the fact that Taylor Swift is trying to be hard.
0: Yeah, she, she kind of is trying to be hard. Yeah, The, the part of, like, he could be my jailer. The, yeah. the, the, the Taylor. Like, referring to yourself in third person, that's also, like, rappers can do that. Rappers,
1: not, rappers can get away with anything, really. I mean, like you just like listen to uh, like half the lyrics in a rap song. Who, who is the one who you were talking about at the at the uh, at the at the Matchbox Twenty concert? Does somebody just like reads rap lyrics?
0: Oh yeah, uh, cute with Chris. He's okay. uh, no, I think I said it on the last podcast. Oh really? Uh, yeah, this guy uh, Chris something. He's a Canadian fellow, and he just reads rap lyrics. And if that's a good way to expose like how dumb a lot of rap lyrics are, so and i mean rap is the most vulnerable form of music generally yeah. um unless it's just somebody sitting down at a piano or somebody sitting down with a guitar because rap is a when you listen to the song when you listen to the song rap is produced to make the vocal front and center mm-hmm. because they don't put reverb on it so it's like literally the it's the, it's the first thing that you hear when you hear rock music you're listening to the guitars you're right. listening to all these other things rap is like This person is saying something to you, and they 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 are fucking out there, right? (laughs) Like they are like they are vulnerable as fuck because it's rare that you hear a rap song and you're like, I don't know what they're saying. Like I can't hear any of the words unless you're an old white racist person. (laughs) They say that a lot, but like generally, when you listen to a rap song, you're listening to to what they're saying, (laughs) right? The mumble rap, (laughs) right? Uh, But like when you hear a rap song, you're listening to the words that these people are saying to you. So if the lyrics are bad. P, like right, you're gonna get yeah, called it's, whack yeah, it's right a, away it's a really really good point yeah. yeah and taylor i gotta say the actually there's some good lyrics in there i like the uh but if the, the a i like the, the melody there where it's like but if he's a ghost then i will be the dun dun mm-hmm. I, I also like the uh a keep, keep you forever like a vendetta Ooh, that's pretty good yeah yeah uh overall though i mean i it I thought I was really going to like
1: confidence it. Than, than, the first one.
0: Well, the clip made it sound. And, uh, so I checked in with Feidelberg because during the matchbox 20 concert, uh, I checked Twitter and Feidelberg was like freaking out that, that there was this new Taylor. So I texted him and I was like, wait, did a new Taylor song come out? And he was like, no, but they tease a little clip it's coming out tomorrow, and it's going to be big. And I was like, oh, boy. And I was all fucking excited. And then we listened to the little clip in the car, and we were like, huh, okay. And I was very intrigued. And then when I listened to the actual song, I was pretty let down. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't
1: that let down. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was fine.
0: I do I do like it more on subsequent listens, but overall I do prefer Look What You Made Me Do. Overall, I prefer 1989. <laughs> yeah, overall, <laughs> like you're thinking like I might not need this shit. O- overall, I wish the old Taylor wasn't dead. You know what sucks? We're committed now to this. Because there was because we did the episode when Look What You Made Me Do came out. Mm-hmm. Uh I did a classic me move, which is hearing a, a take that I didn't like how the people arrived at that take. So like when I talk with Felger on the television, I just fucking became obsessed with being like, No, you're fucking wrong, without even caring what I think. Yeah. So now I'm fucking dug in on this Taylor Swift thing. We're doing podcasts every time she comes out with a song. And now like like what if we don't care about the album when it comes out? It won't be true. We will care about it, but like I You're a much bigger Taylor Swift fan than I am. Yeah. Yeah. You and Fidelberg both are like the the big Taylor Swift guys in my life. Okay. I think that she's fine. I I just like the people that she works with more than her.
1: No, I I mean, I I really like her body of work and... uh, I like
0: her body of work as well. Nice, man.
1: Guys. Congrats on the dick. Boys. (laughs) Uh, Also, we're seeing uh, It tomorrow.
0: No, that's not how you do it. You say, now we're going to transition from Ready for It. Hey, Pete, Ready for It? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because <laughs> we're going to see the movie We're going to see the movie tomorrow. Uh, I think that... I think. I don't know. Uh, you're for sure on the list. I'm on the list. Uh, I you, might not be on the list. I think we both got on the list the same way. So I think that you're good. Okay. Well, and we'll find out. And if <laughs> we don't like to play this card, but if you're not on the list, uh, maybe, maybe dress a certain way, knock a couple years off, and I can say... This is my son. Can you please let my son <laughs> come in and watch this movie? And they'll say, no, you fucking psycho, because it's it. Why are you bringing... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you bringing your
1: six-year-old child to see a scary clown?
0: And then, I, and then I could do the whole, like... I could start sassing him and saying, like, you don't tell me how to parent, and then get one of the people around to bust out their phone and start recording. Then they've got a scene on their hands. Gotta let us in. And that would be... Of all the ways that we'd, uh, we will have snuck into these <laughs> screenings. How many screenings have we gone to where, where it's just been like, we okay, be you get this. to go in. That's it. Generally, there's some sort of hubbub. I think, I think we're once. like one for four. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: once we've just been allowed in.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's because it was thrown by people who actually know us, and they were like, yeah. And I don't think a ton of people were invited to it. Right. But I think that it's going to be popping off.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm very, very excited for it. How much do you uh, care about it? Uh, a lot. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really know that the the first one was only a TV movie. I didn't either. Like I, that was a big movie in my childhood. I remember seeing that movie countless times. You really? You watched it countless times? Yeah, I've seen that movie a lot. Wow. Yeah. So I I'm pretty excited for this one. Hmm. So I was just kind of thrown for a loop that I, that like that movie was so big in my childhood that it was a TV
0: only. Right, it was movie. a TV that they just they showed it. It was like on a Tuesday and a Wednesday they showed like part one one night, part two the next. Oh night. really? Yeah. I so I watched it the other like a couple weeks ago. I don't know if as I was watching it I was like have I I, don't, I may not have even seen this before. <laughs> really? Yeah. I but like. I also
1: didn't know that uh, Tim Curry was yes I didn't know so uh,
0: so that's why I think I just assumed that I'd seen it because like that face and that voice was just so fucking ubiquitous like all you could all you saw or heard for like forty years was fucking Tim Curry as Pennywise and him doing that shit and I gotta say people were really scared of that movie I was watching it I was like I don't think at any age this is scary.
1: I don't necessarily think that it was scary, but it's it's creepy.
0: Yeah. Um, I so they they changed the look of Pennywise. Obviously. Yeah. and Now he looks way more terrifying. Right. And the like, original
1: Pennywise is like you look at him now and you're just like looks like an me? actual
0: clown. Yeah. Not that scary. They just like sharpened his teeth a little bit. And uh, so, so there was a story, and it was like the director of it explains why they uh, changed the look of Pennywise for this movie. So I quote quoted with because curry looked like a fucking fool question mark (laughs) and i thought that everyone would be like yeah that was stupid and a hundred percent of the responses were like fuck you dude that's iconic i was like it's a fucking he's a clown clown. (laughs) it's like really really white makeup and he he sounded like the fucking cab driver in home alone two. you know when he gets in when he's running through the bad area of new york and he gets into the cab and he's like, oh boy, like, am I glad to see you. Like, there's some crazies out there. And the cab driver turns around. And he's like, tell me about it. <laughs> and he's fucking, he's got a really weird face. Do you know what I'm talking about at yeah. all? Yeah. Yeah. That's so like that. That's what fucking Pennywise should have been, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what his voice, but that's like what Tim Curry's voice is in that. Also, people forget Tim Curry's in Home Alone 2. Didn't even mean to do that. Yeah. 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 Do, people, do you think the people forget no, that people forgot the one? not. That, I think that's the only thing I know Tim Curry from.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, he's. I feel like he's in a million different things, but I can't place him in any of I them. I think that he's known
0: for the theater. Is oh, that maybe yeah. it? That makes sense. I think they like. He's a very dramatic. Right, exactly. So Tim Curry and Nathan Lane are two people that you just know. And if someone's like, so what's your favorite Nathan Lane movie? You're like, oh, he's an actor? I don't <laughs> Uh,
1: You know, a uh, thing that happened with the it thing is that. uh. Real clowns are pissed.
0: Oh, I did they're see They're losing that. Oh, work, apparently. Fuck.
1: We forgot to talk about this. No, we didn't. We're talking about it now.
0: But was the... Did we miss... Did this was come like, up? last week.
1: I think. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so real clowns are complaining that they're losing work over the movie It. Uh, my suggestion would be don't be a fucking Don't be creep. clowns. <laughs> yeah,
0: don't be a clown. That's a, You're asking for it. That's a fucking terrible job to take. Yeah. Why would anybody want to be a clown? That's... Like, best case... People think that you're a perv <laughs> because worst case they're like that that guy fucking kills people, and then right. if they're like, oh, he doesn't kill people, he's just here to because he's sexually into the kids. Have you ever seen
1: the uh, the SNL skit with uh, Louis C.K. where? Yeah. He- calls himself a clown for yeah. his, like, his birthday party, for like, his birthday. Yeah. He's not having a party, he just invites a clown to entertain him alone, yeah. and then he kills him.
0: And then he kills him, yeah. yeah. That uh, w- Was that a... I remember that episode stinking, right? Was that a thing? People were unhappy with it? Uh,
1: I know that the Chainsmokers were the musical guest.
0: Oh, so that couldn't be it. <laughs> I have misremembered because that was a fucking... That was a whopper of an episode. I
1: really do think we're going to come around on us being big Chainsmokers guys.
0: Yeah, I... Again, I'm almost there. I've I've never said that I don't root for the Chain Smokers because once you get in their fucking shoes and you see where they're coming from and you see the the disadvantage that they have. Like they they've obviously had a lot of advantages. They they had that fucking hit song and then from there it's like as long as you don't really suck, you're set for life. But you see them and the way they go about their business and you're like, "Man, I'm pulling for those guys." I don't think they have it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you see uh, like Oscar Pretorius. It's like,
1: oh, the one arm, one-legged totally. sprinter. Totally.
0: Exactly. And then they just go and murder people. Right. You're like, I, man, I hope that everyone at once doesn't realize that these guys don't have any talent. And <laughs> that they're just huge fucking goofballs. They're, f- oh, man. They're- I wouldn't say that they don't have any talent. Yeah, they 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 they're good at. They have making,
1: relatively little talent. They're pretty good at making bangers, but they follow a very strict formula yes. that is going to get old pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, but I don't need bangers. I need hits. That's hits over hits over bangers. We only play eighties, Joel.